Well, good morning, everybody. This is Reverend Nessie of New Birth Ministries, and today is February 1st, 2022. Happy Chinese New Year to all of my Chinese friends. Amen, and God bless you all. I just wanted to come on and talk to you about obedience is greater than sacrifice, but God's grace and forgiveness helps us to do the task at hand. Amen. God's grace helps you in anything that you need, no matter how you feel, no matter what is going on in your life. God's grace is there for you. God gets the last word in all cases, as in the case of Abraham. Amen. We look at Abraham in Genesis chapter one. God told Abraham in Genesis 121, the father of all believers, to get away from all of his father's house and all relatives. But Abraham took his father and his nephew Lot. Okay, and sometimes in order to be successful in ministry in any way, in order to um, have the anointing, you got to get away from people that you know. You have to make a change. Sometimes you have to get away. Amen. There are people who will hold on to you on purpose. The devil uses them to lessen your anointing so that nobody will take you seriously, so that you won't get anybody saved and nobody will come to Jesus. There are energy vampires who will do that to you. Amen. And you will be surprised of who they are. Sometimes you got to get away. Like when you think about churches, as an example, a lot of churches, I didn't say all, but a lot of churches have preachers from out of town. And I believe that is so that nobody can dig up their past and hold it against them and hinder their ministry. When you think about it, a lot of preachers are from out of town. Now, all churches don't do that. Some go down through the family. Some go down through the people who've been there for years or whatever, you know, but most successful pastors are from out of town. Amen. Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, notice his name was Abram before Abraham. God will change your name once you get into the place you're supposed to be with him. <laughs> Amen. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless you and curse him that curses you. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haram. And Abraham took, Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance they, they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. Amen. You know, Abraham asked Lot, what, which way did you want? Which way do you want to go? I'll take one way. You take the other. Lot saw the green, beautiful land, the green, beautiful, graceful looking land. And he decided to go that way. There are times that you're not going to be able to go with what you see. Don't always go by what you see. Go by what God shows you. Amen. Lot took the beautiful green land the flourishing land, and it only ended up being Sodom and Gomorrah that was so horrible that the gay men of that place wanted to have sex with the angels that God sent to deliver Lot from that place. It was that bad. The green flourishing land was that bad. Sodom and Gomorrah had to be burnt out. It was so bad. Amen. 
Sometimes you have to get away from your kindred to be able to minister and to do better in life. Don't be afraid to move. Don't be afraid to uproot. I had a dream one time that I saw a teacher of one of the Bible colleges that I went to, and um, she was literally pulling a tree up out of the ground, and you could see the roots. And I knew God was giving me the message about uprooting. And sure enough, he uprooted me. Don't be afraid to move to new places. Don't be afraid to listen to the voice of God. Don't get used to comfortable. Amen. Jesus could only do so many miracles in his own hometown due to unbelief. Amen. Those who don't believe in you or what you stand for can hold you back and retard or suspend the coming of your blessings. Notice, retard or suspend your blessings. As I said, there are just people who will, the devil will use them to keep you from having the true anointing that God wants you to have. Amen. The Bible said, it, well, in fact, Matthew, let's go to Matthew chapter 13. It says, and when he was coming to his own country, he, speaking of Jesus, he taught them in their synagogue in so much that they were astonished and said, whence has this man this wisdom and these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? There they go. See, people will try to pull your pedigree. You know, they say, isn't this Jesus, little Jesus, little Yeshua? And isn't his father, the carpenter, and his mother, Mary, and his brothers, James, and Joseph, and Simon, and Judas, and his sisters, are they not all with us? When hath this man all these things? So they're acting like, so they know Jesus so much that they're going to literally tell everybody like they'll do you, they will tell everybody that there's no way you can have that much power. There's no way you can preach. There's no way that God would want you or call you or use you because they know you. People will take, they will tell God what to do. Now, God calls you into ministry. God called you to be a singer. He called you to be a praise and worship leader. He called you to be a children's minister. He called you to be a pastor or a preacher or a teacher. And there people, you are literally going to have people from your own hometown telling people that, no, that's not the one I know. Mm -mm. The one I went to school with. Oh, no, 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 no. They're literally going to hinder your ministry. That's why sometimes you have to leave. Amen. And then it says, and listen to this, not only did they dog him and his family's name, they said, and then it says, and they were offended in him. People get offended in you. People will get offended when you tell them that you're preaching the word of God, the, the good news. That's what gospel means, good news. They get offended when you do that. But Jesus said unto them, he had to tell them, he said, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own home, his own town, his own country, in his own house. Amen. He's letting them know. Everybody else honors honors me but you won't honor me because i'm from your hometown and he and the bible says and he did not many mighty works there because of unbelief okay because of their unbelief notice it doesn't say he didn't do any works but it says he didn't do many mighty works there because of unbelief okay now maybe heal a cold or or, or a scratch or a cut or something or or you know cause somebody's ankle or something to feel better or whatever but he as far as deliverance and all that they couldn't take mm -mm. they didn't have that just goes to show us that you have to have belief you have to believe that God has all the power that you need to heal yourself or to heal somebody else. If you don't believe it, it's not going to happen. You might be able to heal, heal, you cure a cold. <laughs> you know? 
But as far as rising somebody up out of the bed or getting rid of cancer or something, you have to believe, baby. You just can't say I'm a preacher and I, I preach and I did this. And I've been doing so many years, whatever. No, you have to believe that God is going to do that thing. Amen. You might be able to do a little bit of something, something just like Jesus did here. And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. It's showing you he could have did more, but he did. Amen. Abraham wasn't perfect. He's called by believers, Father Abraham, and God blessed him mightily. How much more is God going to bless you through Jesus? Old Testament to New Testament, we have Jesus now. How much more are you going to be blessed? Amen. With the being covered by the blood of Jesus and in his name, hallelujah, and through his blood and faith in him. You could do all things through Christ who strengthens you, which strengthens you, in fact, it says. He did not see the entire fulfillment of what was promised him, but we call him Father Abraham anyway. Hebrews 11, chapter 11, verses 11 to 13. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Sarah was an old woman and got pregnant and had a baby because she believed, simply because she believed. Amen. It says, therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. And that's what you and I are. We're strangers here. We're pilgrims on the earth. We're just traveling through, honey. This is not our ending place. This is not our place of rest. Get it? Amen. This is not it. We have a beautiful place of rest and it is not here. So don't try to hold on to it. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. You could see what he has for you. Amen. If these people uh, died not receiving the promise, but they had faith. Amen. We can too. How much more can we through Jesus? It's they, Abraham and his nephew Lot didn't separate until uh, Genesis chapter 13. Yet God continued to bless him. God continued to bless Abraham. Amen. Genesis 13, verse 11. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan and Lot uh, journeyed east and they separated themselves, the one from the other. Amen. They separated themselves. As I was saying, Lot took what he saw. He took what his eyes could see. He took what he thought would be a wonderful place for him. Amen. Isn't that something? This reminds me of when Job got blessed for praying for his friends. Always pray for your friends. And, and always pray for your loved ones and your household. Amen. Cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. You don't need anybody's permission to do so. They gave him bad information. Job's friends gave him bad information when he was going through hard times. And his wife even told him to turn his back on God. But Job still prayed for them through scraping his skin with shards, okay, scraping the juice out of his bubbles that were on his skin 
and itching and, and, and God only knows what else he went through, discolorations and, and oozing. You know, he still prayed for people in his misery, his physical misery. He was physically miserable, but spiritually right on time. Amen. (laughs) Job wasn't letting go of God. He wasn't. Job did not allow his flesh to um, condition uh, to to his, his relationship between him and God. His flesh did not put conditions on his relationship between him and God. And how many people sold their soul because they were unhappy with the way they looked. It's going on today, especially in the entertainment field. Amen. There are people that sell their souls in groups and gangs because they're not satisfied with their flesh. Amen. Job didn't give up. We should do the same. God blesses those who look out for others. Pray, pray, pray for everybody. Amen. Every day I pray for everybody around the world and nobody can tell me I'm a liar because this is how I say it. And maybe you might want to start saying it too. I don't mind. (laughs) You know, the word of God can't be, you know, um, you could duplicate. We are allowed to duplicate it. Amen. But here's what I do. I say, Father God, I pray for souls all around the world to come to Jesus Christ, to get to know him, hear about him and come to Jesus Christ. Amen. That's my prayer. So yes, I pray for those that hate me. I pray for those that love me. I pray for those that can't stand me. I pray for people that I don't understand all over around the world, different languages, different countries. Souls are souls. If the devil tries every single day to get souls, I can work every single day to lead them to Jesus Christ. And God will use whatever he wants to use to lead those single, those different people to his son. Amen. Amen. Pray. Look out for others. Satan wants you to hate others so that their souls can possibly one day belong to him. Don't believe the hype. Don't give up. You may be asking God to do something for you, and it may feel as though that thing may never come to pass. But hold on to God's unchanging hand and trust and obey. You'll see it eventually. You'll see it on this side of the grave. Amen. Abraham was approximately 75 when he fathered a child to an old woman, but he didn't complain. He accepted the blessing and his offspring became a blessing to us. He was grateful. He was thankful. Make sure that your wait time does not cause you to despise God's word as many are doing today. People are giving up on hope. This is why I preach. This is why I'm out here preaching any way that I can, because there are people out there giving up on hope. They they don't think there's any hope left. And I'm preaching the good news, the gospel. That's what gospel means, good news. I'm preaching to people, letting them know that Jesus Christ is our savior and he saved them from sin, hell, and death. And if they believe in him, they confess, believe in him and believe that he died and rose three days later and came back alive, getting victory over the devil, then they will win. They cannot lose. I do this every day of my life, folks, every day. Amen. And so should you. Hallelujah. In some kind of way. Amen. Hallelujah. Abraham was 75 when he fathered a child. He accepted the blessing and his offspring became a blessing to us. Make sure that your wait time does not cause you to despise God's word. Proverbs 13, 
12 to 13. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you wait for something, you ever you wait for something, you wait, 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 and you wonder when it's going to come to you. It's going to come to you. Hang on, hold on. Okay, God, God is not a microwave oven. It will come. Amen. It says, but when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. Amen. Did you ever ask God for something and it took so long for that thing to come? A husband, a wife, a child, a new home, a car, a good job or a healing, some type of, and, and you thought it would never happen, but it came, and boy, how good you felt whenever that blessing came. Amen. Whoso despises the word shall be destroyed, but he that fears the commandment shall be rewarded. Amen. The last thing I want to say to you before I go um, is I decree and I declare in Jesus' holy name that starting right now, you will begin to receive blessings from God's heavenly store. Hallelujah. So many blessings from his storage room, from his throne, that you will have to give some away in Jesus' holy name, starting right now. Hallelujah. Bless his name and amen. Amen. I prophesy abundance into your life. In Jesus' name. Lastly, I want to say to you, don't listen to the world or the world will make you physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually sick. Stick to God's word. It's healthier for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Reverend Essie signing off. And if you would like to listen to me preach on Sundays, it's 1-732-434. 3823 at 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. All are welcome. If you can dial out on your phone, if you have long distance, um, you can call that number. And if you don't, you still call the number and they will give you different numbers that you will attempt. I think you can get online too um, on freeconferencecall.com and they will give you all the different international numbers that you can call to get on. So God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you. God give you his grace. It's all about his grace. Amen. Hallelujah. And give you peace. And remember, pray for Israel. Amen. God bless you and have a good day.